0: In today's episode, Dave interviews actor Ike Barinholtz. Ike was on Fox's Mad TV, HBO's Eastbound and Down, and is now in the Mindy Project on Fox. On location at the L.A. Comedy Improv Fest, I'm Ian Foley, and this is ADD Comedy.
1: Okay, right, pass, 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 pass. Um, so I, I didn't talk to you at all about sure. anything that we're going to do.
0: That's good. I like it better. than And
1: uh, uh, so we just start. And uh, a major part of this is I don't give a fuck about what you've done. Because no, 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 no. The definition of done changes. Uh, so it's not like hey, what, 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 you, what are you promoting? It's more along the lines of what uh, I'm the I'm promoting
0: fuck? my cookbook.
1: It's, it's not about that. Let me it's just not get out that. the plug it's not about first. That.
0: It's, it's, it's Southern
1: uh-huh.
0: American new Southern modern regional cuisine, and is it's it, stuff yeah. you can do. It's dishes. That you think you can only get in a restaurant, but with a little bit of prep, you can do them at home.
1: Like a, like grilled cheese.
0: Like a fancy grilled cheese. A grilled cheese with like a little bit of bacon in there.
1: <laughs> Just a little bit. Everything's <laughs> better
0: with bacon. Yeah, I know, I know, I
1: know, I know, I know, uh, I uh, I'm not gonna plug anything. I fucking love bacon. God damn it. It I really is bacon. good. I know
0: it's not cool to say it anymore. But it's uh, it really is.
1: It's not What's cool it? to say that you love bacon. No, I
0: think like the bacon explosion was like 2008 to like 2010, where people were like,
1: bacon. But now people are like, oh, bacon. I last year it was last year Ike that I had vodka of uh, bacon, bacon infused bacon vodka. vodka.
0: Yeah, but I think you were late to the game on that. That's more on you. I think that's been around. That product's been around. Most
1: shit is on me. I'm late for the fuck every game. I'm late for every fucking game. He
0: just told so. me how The Sopranos ended. But I was like, no shit. I'm yeah,
1: gonna... it was nothing. And then I'm like, well, what is that? He was, he was he was he was murdered. Who? Tony Soprano was murdered. Was that his name? <laughs> I was waiting for the birds to come out. Like, where's The Sopranos? What happened to the fucking Sopranos? I haven't seen you in a really long time. I know, we're, we're, friends, I we're, know like we're friends, though. We're like old friends. We yeah, we're, we're back,
0: old friends. Man, we we've hung out internationally.
1: I was thinking about that the other day. About the other day being, of course, this morning when I just no. What am I saying? It wasn't even this morning. I was driving over here. You, know, you, you hadn't even thought about it. No, I didn't. I was thinking, well, how much prep am I going to do? Uh, so from my car, which I parked really close, as we're lucky. I got, to here, I got a good spot, too. I got a good spot. I got a good spot. So from my car to here, I did research on you. There's something called Google, yeah. and it told me that you were in a television show. Yes. And then another one, and then another one. One that To you Catch were,
0: a Predator. <clears throat> right. Was on.
1: That one didn't work out so well.
0: Well, I, I was lied to. I was told that I was meeting, I was told this girl was of age. I did not know it was. A Didn't, 18 you old boy. Didn't you see that show before? Never know when you Walked in the backyard no, 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 or no. through the garage. No, and then I, I was waiting. And then I thought, like, her dad came home, and I was like, oh shit. But then yeah. it was this dude, Stone Phillips, <laughs> or not wait. even Stone Phillips, some other fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next yeah. thing I know, I make a mad dash. get yeah. Outside, fucking five floors. I would, and would like to see. Stuff, tackle me.
1: I would like to see <laughs> Sly Stone Phillips. That's what I would like to see. I you promise? Like
0: you know promise he doesn't show up?
1: <laughs> exactly. They just wait for him. Come on. Really? Come on, really? Been oh, for six hours trying to on. molest this kid yeah <laughs> um what surprised me about going through the four minutes if it wasn't even four minutes of uh, work that I saw uh, that I read on Google that you did I didn't realize you were you were you were in Boom Chicago and Amsterdam for two years right yeah. so you me. were there the year before I got there and then the year that I was there I was I, there when you came Dave came we at
0: Boom Chicago which is this comedy theater in Amsterdam which they're having the 20 mm, I know they're having it now were we, you gonna go to that thing I'm having a baby in like a month. And thank you, thank you. Give it up, give it up for babies.
1: Really? Uh, and,
0: that's, and I've, that's really desperate. Feel,
1: that's desperate. It is. That's, that's a bad one. That. That's, that's desperate. Like, who that's likes des- puppies? Right. We're having a thank puppy you. in a month. We're gonna have I, a puppy in a month. I
0: was, I, I wanted to go, and I just started work again. But if I went, and my wife like went into early labor while mm-hmm. I was like, on mushrooms masturbating at a club somewhere, <laughs> like I would, I couldn't help but feel a little guilty. Right. So I, I, I had to bow out. But
1: they have a bunch of people there right now.
0: I know. Masturbating on mushroom. Exactly, in a club somewhere. You have to.
1: Oh my God! Did we go to? to um, did, oh, yes. did No, no, no. We but no, no. For. I'm not even talking about that. Did we go? Did we go to that? Uh, did we? Did we do uh, mushrooms and uh, or, or ecstasy? Amusement park? No, I didn't do the amusement uh. park. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. And we'd say uh, uh, Roger Sanchez, international DJ superstar. Noosh. At the Milkveg.
0: Oh yeah, it's Milkveg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is Dutch for Milky Way.
1: Yeah. No one needs to know that. No one See, needs to important. know that. I think it's important. Um, You're so, going to
0: wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, Milky Way.
1: That was fucking crazy because yeah. I'd never seen that much people, those many people fucking doing so much at the same time that wasn't a Grateful Dead show. Yeah. And it was like, we're naked and then, and then, you know, you do ecstasy and then suddenly it's intermission and, and everybody's looking at each other. And yeah, like, like, like you want to touch donors. everybody. Right, yeah. exactly. You want to touch everybody. go, what? What's happening? What's happening? Yeah. And then it starts again and it's
0: crazy. I remember when I first got out there, I'd never done any of that before mm-hmm. and one of the other actors in the cast—I don't want to say who—Brendan Hunt. His
1: That's initials his name. are Brendan Hunt. His initials are Brendan Hunt. His name right. rhymes with Brendan Hunt. Right.
0: And we, uh, we you know, we were the improv guys in Chicago, and we were like, "Let's take ecstasy." Right. And we took him We were in a club with all the friends, and you have that feeling where you want to like, you know, you're the best. I love you. Right. I want to take care of you. <laughs> and I'll never forget Brendan. Oh my God. He. We were all dancing. We we're all sweaty and shit, and he. Oh, he leaves. And he comes back with beers. Uh We're all like, oh, fucking amazing. Beers, thank you. Keep dancing. He comes back with bottles of cold water. We're like, oh my God, (laughs) it's amazing. (laughs) He's like, the president? And then, he disappears like ten minutes later. and he comes back with like lollipops, and we're like, "Oh my fucking I'm rolling! Bro. This is amazing!" But then he went one step too far, and he, you know, and like those clubs in in, in Europe, they have like bakeries in them. You know, uh-huh, right. he comes back with like thick slices of like German apple cake, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you got like speed in your body, like like he literally gave me a slice of pie. I was like, "Get the fuck out of my face!" <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a nice a nice uh, gesture, but it was completely misguided. He
1: he's like the the he's he's the mayor of Amsterdam. He is the mayor. He was the mayor of fucking Amsterdam yeah. because. If you wanted something or needed something, yes. or, or he was also one of those people that you want with him. You want him with you all the time because if you go, you know what I need right now is a sweater. Yeah, he and has he's, it, and he's handing the sweater. He to also you right lived.
0: There. He also lived with eight Dutch guys mm-hmm. in an apartment above a McDonald's, mm-hmm. and it was. He said the fucking funniest thing ever. Where mm-hmm. it was like 8 26 year twenty-six-year-old Dutchmen who all had like jobs at, like banks and shit, and this one weird American guy. Right, I forgot I mean, about that. And it hit him one day. He's like, "Holy shit, I'm Balky." Right. <laughs> I'm the wacky foreigner living with all these normal dudes exactly exactly,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was about, exactly. Was the exactly. they're all there right now um, yeah. I remember going what's that one there was a, a place there was a place uh, the the palace or something that was right down the street it was right down the street from Boom Paradiso Chicago. Paradiso it's, it's not old paradiso. church it's an yeah. old church and you walk in and the line was like oh and he said meet me over here and I met him over there and I'm standing in line it's like what are you what are you doing here and he pulls me in line and he waves to one of the guards with the ear yeah, thing yeah, and, yeah, listen, yeah. and we go inside, and it's just like crazy, <laughs> crazy, hot, music. techno, mm-hmm. hot. And I just came from somewhere, and I had a beautiful, I had a beautiful tie on. Where am
0: you come I, from, a business meeting? I don't know where
1: I was coming from, but I had a tie. I had a tie, Ike, and I don't know why I had a tie. I had a tie, and it was a tie, and I was thinking, I really like this tie. And I run up, and 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 of course, Brendan's on the stage, so dancing, dancing. like Jesse And so he grabs there. me, on, he grabs me <laughs> out of the audience, and another guy sees that he's grabbing me, and, he, and this other guy grabs me, too. And they grab me from the audience, and they pull me up, and Brendan takes my tie and wings it over his head <laughs> and whips yeah. it into the audience. I'm like ninety five dollars. I bought that at the train station. <laughs> but it's that, good. but Boom was such a fucking awesome um, uh, uh, a place to. To grow and yeah. to, and it's not even like sow your wild oats. It's just. Well, it's, some of that. There was some of um, that too, but, right? But, but the, the, the best thing that Boom Chicago gave me is
0: I had only been performing in Chicago, at, at I.O. in Chicago, mm-hmm. a little bit of Second City, a little bit of Annoyance. And some nights in Chicago, you'll get like a big house. Like a Saturday mm-hmm. night, you get like you know 80 people, 90 people. Uh, Boom Chicago had like 300 seats, like a dinner theater. It in was there. crazy, and beautiful. They, they had the smartest thing in there, con- when you sign a contract as an actor there stipulated in your contract is after every show, you have to spend 15 minutes in the lobby schmoozing. You have to talk to the the, 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 the audience which is so different than what I was used to because in Chicago, if you have a bad show, I would literally walk off stage, like give it up for the fucking shitlickers, whatever, and I'd walk right <laughs> off stage, right out the back door, and go to a bar and get hammered. Exactly. So I was like, and then I'd see my parents, and they're like, "Great show!" I was like, "You're fucking stupid! It was terrible! It was horrible! John missed the fucking callback! I was all over the place!" But in Chicago, you have to stand there, and, right. and the, the Dutch are a lot of things. Um, one is is brutally honest.
1: Brutally honest. Brutally honest. Yeah, absolutely. And,
0: and uh, again, Americans, you can have the worst show ever. And mm-hmm. they'll be like, it was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, what part like? The whole thing was great. Dutch people don't give a fuck. They will literally come to and be like, hello, nice to meet you. Right. Uh, did not like your show.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> not, not, not very funny. The black man was funny. He was made me laugh. Uh, and the song <laughs> was okay. Overall, uh, we'll not be returning, but thank you. And you're like, thank you. Go fuck yourself, Holland. <laughs> no, <laughs> but but. but it, t- it taught you, it really did teach you how to be, like, take a compliment. And it right. taught you how to connect. It taught you, you, you went from being, I went from being okay. the guy at I O in Chicago who would kind of be standing on the side of the stage and just throw like a wry comment. You know what I mean? Like, can you believe these two? Right. You know?
1: To fucking getting out there and right. playing big and getting in but you But you, you hosted the show Worst of Boom uh was yes. that, I mean, was it yeah yeah we came back I mean, it's vague in my head it's something yes it. we
0: came back we came back for like one we used to come back for reunions every year right and uh one day we were like let's take like the worst sketches the worst material the that material never worked that never worked right i remember one guy wrote this great sketch it was um all about people are waiting in line to go in the aunt frank house you know and the, the line's really long and he's he lives next to the aunt frank house and he's like hey if you don't like the lines come and you can check out my family's house <laughs> They've been here as long as Anne Frank's house. Check it out. So they go in and uh, they're like, "This is uh, yeah, this is uh, my grandfather's bedroom. This is where the TV was, (laughs) you know." Uh, We just upgraded the cable system, basic package, look at your HBO. Um, And he goes, and they're like, "Well, we want to see like some stuff from the war." He's like, "Oh, you want to see my grandfather's diary?" Mm -hmm. They're like, "Oh yeah, that's great." Grandfather's diary. He opens it up and he goes, "Ah, whatever." uh, June 5th, uh, 1986, Duran Duran just released the reflex. <laughs> and they're like, no, go f- further, further. So finally he goes back to like, yeah, April 11th, 1944, and he's like, the day the Nazis came, and they, kicked down my door and put a gun to my head and they said, where are the Jews? And I said, we are not the Jews, but they're right next door. <laughs> and, and we did this sketch and people in Europe do not have the same sense, the evolved senses of humor that we have in the World right, They look at it as evolve. this nightmare thing where right. their grandfathers were massacred and we would get booed and people would get up and walk out and put on their big coats or so we did that. We did a lot of their sketches that just they 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 hated, and uh, and 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 a lot of them were bad, by the way. They right. were just like bad dick jokes or right. bad vagina jokes. Right,
1: right, right, right. So, yeah. And you could do anything in Amsterdam. Like you could fucking do anything. Like, I believe. Like like around. Town well, no, 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 not just around stage. there, but but on stage. Because I think I I believe that I, I believe well that show that you had you did have an improvised show. We had the the Hari right, right which was right. a.
0: The show Boom Chicago is mostly short form and sketch. Right. So it's basically It's almost like a Second City show where you have written sketches intermittently, uh, you'll have like an improv scene or an improv game, right? And we wanted to do a Chicago-style long-form show. And so we had you know, great improvisers there, you know, Seth Myers, Jason Sudeikis, Josh Myers, all these great guys. And it never really caught on. It had like a weird cult following right. amongst like the weirdo Dutch people who were like, I loved, I loved the Harold. You but. know, oh, the deconstruction oh, right, is very right, good. Right, right, um, right. And, and, and it never really became that that true long form space that we wanted. And we always try to get it in the actual show, and it never really like cracked in the show. But you, Dave, came and directed us, and was so fucking great at unlocking some of our actors. Some of our actors were had different styles, and you were able to kind of get them to push them to the dangerous place and and make them really try new things which was amazing and really, uh, really like,
1: just, That show was magical though. I mean, that cast was really great. Like, I was there for three weeks and we did, we worked, I mean, I, th- I think we worked every fucking day, mm-hmm. and it was a crazy schedule because it was yeah. like eight, uh, you would work with 12 actors during the day, yeah. and that night you worked with eight different, uh, uh, different yeah, com- conglomerations. Six, six. Right, routine, and, and, yeah. and so just because you were rehearsing this thing in the in the morning doesn't mean that at night you were going to be doing it. No,
0: no, no, no. And, and, and right. when you're writing a show, whether it's there or Second City or anywhere, it's, you know, it's almost like I said it's like being in a submarine when you're writing a show because you're so focused right. on the greater thing you're trying to do that all your other responsibilities fall by, like you start smelling like shit because you're not showering enough and you're drinking too much and your laundry's not getting done, Um, but you're so entrenched in it. And I remember, I think it was when you were there, I had uh, me and one of the guys, Bumper, Bumper Mm -hmm. Carol. Mm -hmm. We had this thing where we were like, we thought it was, at some point when you're writing a show, someone storms out angrily because their sketch doesn't get in or it doesn't get received well and they storm out. And we loved the last thing that you say before you storm out, and I'll never forget. My buddy Josh brought in a sketch, and it just—it wasn't working. Blah blah. We're like, we're gonna move on, and he goes, "You know not fuck this." And he got up and he walked out, and he goes, "Fuck you guys! You're a bunch of fucking little baby vampires." <laughs> and he walked out, and I was like, he's a, he's a
1: "Vampire?" <laughs> <laughs> but it was it really was
0: like it was like a two-month period it
1: was just, well so yeah. much of that is and it goes back to uh what the dutch t- taught you and that's the idea of your ego fucking gets in the way you know absolutely and yeah. anytime that that you whatever it is that you're doing if you think you're so fucking high and mighty let it the fuck go because oh, your yeah. high and mightiness is fucking you up
0: absolutely i remember <clears> a friend <throat> of mine who i performed with in chicago And I've never seen him do
1: anything other than destroy. Like,
0: Mm -hmm. literally, I probably did 100 improv shows. When you say
1: destroy, I mean, like, he kills. He kills the audience. He kills the audience, right.
0: Literally, I did probably 100 different Heralds, Deconstruction, long-form shows with him, second city sets, where he never did not get a laugh. Uh Uh-huh. And I'll never forget, we did a segment. We used to do, like, a news, like, a weekend update type of thing
1: on our show. At Amsterdam. At Amsterdam, yeah.
0: Yeah. we did this thing where we did like a rant in every news thing where I would come up and be like, angry tourist or right. angry blah, blah, blah. Right. And be like, that a, was really fun. It was man. so fun. It was it em- so fucking you just fun. take a subject and you just Oh my God, it was just so rant. fucking fun. And this guy who, big ego, great guy, big ego though, never died. And he, his first show, he did the rant. Mm hmm the audience was like, what?
1: Um, his name is George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> he, you're not you saying it. You might know it.
0: him from a little fucking movie called The Peacemaker.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: um, no, it was a buddy of ours, and he he died. Right. And I remember backstage, he looked like he saw a ghost. He right. Was so shaken up. Right. And I truly feel like now he's become super, super famous. And he, I feel like that was like the first time he was probably humbled. Right. In a big 300-seat theater, they were just like, nope. And he's... Going on to become like the greatest performer, Jason Sudeikis. It's Jason Sudeikis. I tell you. <laughs> I don't even know why. why did you it's wait so like, long? It's not like a fucking like. Because uh, I, mean, I had, you had a teacher someone. here. I
1: had a teacher here, and I forgot his name. Uh, Howard Fine. Because I always wanted. To, I, I want to call him uh, Mo Howard, but it's Howard Fine. It was Mo. But Howard. Uh, but his initials are Howard Fine, and he would do these things like um, you walk into the room. So it was the only acting class I've ever taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's be like, all right, you walk into the room. This is what I want you to do. I'm walking. Walking in the room, and what's going to happen is I want you to imagine a white light. So right now, everybody lie down. You gonna imagine a white. Like, and then we would sit there and, and we would he would have everybody um, massage other people. Oh, and I was the old guy. Yeah, so it was yeah, like yeah, all, yeah, these yeah. Really all these hotties massaging all these other guys, and I'm standing around going, Hey, how, how are you? <laughs> Alan right. told me to do this. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, I'm your uncle. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> and so, he, so it was like I was always like kind of massaging myself or whatever be. So he would also do this thing. Like he would come at the beginning of class and he would sit Like at a table like this, we had a little round table on a stage, and he would say, "All right, there was a, a student that I had." and he won he was nominated for but i won't tell if he won an academy award between the years of 1984 <laughs> and 1994 right. and he was in a movie that was a very famous movie although the budget was be, uh, be, was between right. 4 million and 8 million dollars okay. and you're going just fucking so, right. say who it is i can't get a name
0: but he was a young man who fell in love with his girlfriend's mother
1: exactly. and mike Nichols directed the film and it's The <laughs> <also> graduate <laughs> you're like
0: okay I, right yeah. so
1: i mean i mean when 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 you get humbled like that, you can do one of two things: you can go fuck that audience, or yeah. you can say, "I I have an opportunity." And you know what? It's interesting that it's Jason because when I think about Jason, he do, he did kill, he does kill, but Always. it's also I look at him and I don't think of him as big-headed Hollywood. Oh shit. God, no! He's a
0: great guy, and, and, yeah. and, and the great Ooh. thing
1: is too is that.
0: To, to, to die, mm-hmm. there's been killing and dying. Killing is what you want to do, dying mm-hmm. is what you're afraid of. Mm-hmm. But it, it it humbles you and it makes, it allows you to be vulnerable and opens up another level right. to you. And he was already like one of the best I've ever seen. Right. And I feel like he's only gotten better. Not necessarily because of that, but if you die a couple times, it's, it's, it's super healthy.
1: I think the super healthy aspect of it is to go, I died, and again, going back to this is a saying. This this is an opportunity for me to take a look at what it is that I do.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and I've never, for the record, have seen him die since then. Right, but I'm sure he has a couple times. But I've had shows where. I literally was like, I have to, I have to quit the bi- uh, improv, the business. No,
1: no. F- yeah, no. But you no, have no, show. no, no, like, no. In my in my youth, right. yes. Before I knew now you. Now I don't give because I were, you were you were fucking. I don't give a shit when I saw you. Yes, but, but my
0: first the first like <clears throat> year I got I went, I went to college for a year I got kicked out, and I I I, I saw the uh, I O fifteenth anniversary show, mm-hmm. and I did, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I kind of liked acting, but I never really done. It. I never took a fucking acting class. And I remember watching a show with my dad, who was friends with Kevin Dorff's sister, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they, the show wasn't even that good. I don't, were you at the I.O. 15 to the Vic Theater? In no, okay. I was not. It wasn't even a good show. It, right. was, it, was, it was a mess. It was typical anniversary shows where there's 80 people on stage and everyone's trying to get a line in. But at one point, Tim Meadows. I thought you were going to say Tim he Meadows. He did because... one
1: line in right. a scene
0: that made me laugh for like six days. Uh-huh. And I, I kept laughing at it. I remember, I even it's remember It's like the why.
1: Hanukkah joke miracle. It really is. It's like there's it just is. a punchline there, for a, one for day. For, you think but it's only last five it. seconds, it lasts six days. <laughs> exactly. I'll never forget,
0: too. I can tell you what it is. It's, I don't know if it's funny, yet, but <laughs> there was a scene where people were waiting in line to see a movie. And that weekend, this movie opened in the country called Solo, starring Mario Van Peebles as like a cyborg soldier. And the tagline was Solo, part machine, part man, all weapon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Tim Meadows is waiting in line. Doesn't said shit the whole show. He's waiting in line for this movie, and all this action's taking place in front of him. And finally, he goes, "Hey, are you dudes in line to see Solo? So let me get this straight. He's half man, half machine, all weapon. Doesn't make sense like that." <laughs> and it was so like weird and funny to me that like within the next week, I was like, "I'm signing up for classes. I have to do this. Right. I want to be able to take these bullshit references, right. you know, right. and, and throw them on stage." And he was gonna laugh, but I was fucking dying. So right. that was when I started. And the first. You know, the first year, I was really young. I was like 18, and everyone else was like 25, and I didn't, I didn't really know anyone. And you also know improvisers. When someone new comes in, at first they're kind of like, what the fuck is this ass? You know what right. I mean? They're a little cold, especially right. guys like Noah and Miles. Milestrade. You know, like they were just kind of like, eh. Um, and uh, I finally got on a team. I was the last one in my group to get on a team. And I remember I my first Herald, my first Herald group, a team called Genotype and uh G I N O G E N O T Y P E and I uh, would
1: spell it G I N O like like no. goomba like a gino like right. a goomba <laughs> the
0: the uh, the dictionary spells it g e n o
1: yeah it doesn't matter who the fuck needs <laughs> that why, why wouldn't you put it you have an opportunity to put a spin on it are you fucking kidding me <laughs> no he's straight like, up like for me I, this is my favorite improv team <laughs> that be good for like, an italian improv gino gino type go uh, fuck yourself or or like irish o type but my favorite improv name of a group that has never been named and i'm naming it here and i usually don't talk about it but Hans hans Yes, Anderson. <laughs> so they'll be like, that's a fucking that's greatest lamest name ever. There was ever. A, there was a group that was around for
0: years that was called the Lafateria Ladies. Oh Jesus! And, and their problem was their name was too funny, right? Because they come up, we're like, right. the LaFetaria Ladies. Huge laugh. Right. The show wasn't great.
1: <laughs> no. So, no, but, no.
0: Um, but I remember my first Herald, My first Herald is um, I invited like my, I'm, my, I'm from Chicago, so my parents came and my little brother came. He was in high school and I brought like all my fucking high school friends who were at college in Northwestern and stuff probably like 40 people to the show. And a lot of people were like, my first Herald was magic. Mine Who the was, fuck says that? I've heard people say that. It'd be like, the really? first time I got on stage, a ray of light. It's like saying the
1: first time I got laid was great. Uh, it's like, <laughs> fuck, that's not no, true for horrible. anybody. It's
0: horrible, always bad. That's, right. no, it's, it's never good. good, it's weird. It's just you a don't lot of blood, condom. and it's like people yeah. crying and shit. There's blood when you have sex. <laughs> no, I gotta tell you, I'm gonna, t-
1: I'm gonna uh, this is, uh, this, uh, uh, me being up here, it's like, I think it's the bright lights, and I suddenly start talking like I shouldn't. But uh, my, <laughs> my girlfriend... At the time, who's not my girlfriend now? Strange. Good. I was seventeen. Good. And now I'm fifty-four, and we're, we we broke up a while ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my folks went out of town they went <laughs> this is, why am I telling this my folks went on a time they they. I was 17 and they went to Disney World and left me at home I was fucking great Insane. so she comes over and I cook her dinner and she's having you cooked her, her dinner I cooked her dinner made, I made I saw a recipe in the Tribune for honey hamburgers Okay. and I, I made it on a rotisserie and um, in my kitchen and it didn't work at all it was horrible and then we went to my mom's bed and she and, and she was having her period oh and it was Jesus. just a fucking bloody mess
0: uh, Oh God! Is that
1: too much information? No, no. Then you gotta, you gotta wash sheets. Well, but, then, but then I learned a couple of things. It was like what bleach does, right. and all that other Eventually stuff. Eventually, you just like cut your hand. You're like, Mom, I cut my hand. What's <laughs> that? Like, I, I fell
0: asleep in your yeah. bed. I don't know why. Yeah. And I cut my hand. <laughs> yeah. And uh, right. also, doesn't your dick bleed when you have sex? <laughs> <laughs> too much, too far. Um, anyways, people. Some people say their first herald. I don't. Amazing. Again, I, I don't, it don't believe it's, it. It's okay. Crazy. Anyway, mine right. was one of the worst thirty-six minutes of my life.
1: I, 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 That's I, another thing. Then Harolds then lasted so much longer than Harolds now. Well, how long did Harolds last? Now? I think now they're twenty minutes. Anybody? Oh
0: God, twenty twenty. They used to be. They used to be forty three minutes teams, these, right. and then they would
1: do a dream,
0: and then they have right. the a fucking freeze tag. Right. So and then you it, would have an eight o'clock show that would get out like eleven o'clock. Right. And it's too much improv. No show. This is a great rule. No show should be over forty minutes, and that's with great people. No show like like everybody. Like how many how many acts? one team should never be on stage longer than right. 40 right. minutes right. Right. because right. even right. if you have you <clears throat> and like fucking Beer shark myself whatever, it, after 40 minutes i feel like there is a moment where the audience just starts being like oh, this is so good i'm probably gotta piss <laughs> you know or <we're> like <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm thirsty like I'm right. i want to go home for 40 minutes oh, i want right. to go home right so but i remember being up there and it was just like this is it io io genotype genotype right. genotype and i i i everything i said was uh, the anti, was antithetical of comedy, like I just, I was angry, I was swearing a lot and very aggressive, like I always want to fight people in scenes, like (laughs) fuck you, you know. But you're not that at all. No, no, I'm very very, (laughs) butterfly, Um, Um, but uh, it was horrible, and I remember, I remember after the show, my parents were like, that was good, it was good, my dad said to me, he was like, "Um, we're happy with this, like basically saying like,
1: career. That was a question? Yeah, like we're, we're,
0: we're, this is what you want to do, Right. I was like, yeah, because you got to keep working at it, blah, 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 and it took that. That's awesome. It was great. It was great. <clears throat> but I was in a sense of panic because I, I was embarrassed. My friends all were like, they left and stuff. And it took me really, I remember it was about, about three or four months. Like, I would get intermittent laughs and in shows here and there. But I remember the first time, I probably wonder if you had this, the first time you fucking killed the Herald, where you were just like, you, you made the connections. You initiated the shit. You were the one listening best, and once you kind of get in there a little bit, like Not it's kind the, of get in there, once you get in there. Once you get in there. It's the right. fir, It's almost like the first time in The Matrix when Keanu Reeves uh. kind of catches the guy's hand, you know right. what I mean? It's kind of like, oh shit, you right. can do this. And then once you start doing it a long time, I do think there are certain improvisers who they, I'm not saying I'm one, and maybe I am, but you are, <clears> but <throat> there are improvisers who, no matter what, even if it's a bad show, they're going
1: to be fine. Right. You know what I mean? Like Right. There, but that's a major thing, is what is. you're saying, because as, you, as you're saying that, I'm listening, and I'm also thinking, what is that factor where you go, I nailed it? And the factor usually is, I'm present, I'm yes. aware, and I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That's, I don't give uh, a I fuck. I got to say, a
0: big part of that for me was McNapier.
1: Right. McNapier, who runs <clears throat> the Annoyance Theater,
0: I took his class, and he really strips you down. He kind of Guantanamo's you, or he right. like breaks you down puts a dog collar on you, uh-huh. Last Metallica, makes right. you dog shit, uh-huh. and, and and then builds you back up. And he will put you in, there was a girl in our class who was, you know, in improv classes, you always Don't want to say her
1: name, but her initials don't are Meryl Streep. <laughs> her initials are Meryl Streep. Meryl, in
0: 1995, wasn't sure of her acting skills. <laughs> exactly. <every improv> class. <laughs> exactly. Uh, French
1: Lieutenant's woman? Right. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. know, I don't know. Maybe it's a fluke.
0: But in every improv class, like when you're taking regular classes like one through five, God bless them, there are some people who don't get it, and right. they're never gonna get it. Right. And that's just, that's the fact. And they love it, okay. and they enjoy it, and they should keep doing it, because they it's something they enjoy, but it's never they're never gonna go to Second City. You know what I mean? There's never, they're, they're not, they don't listen, there's something missing. There was a girl in our class, who, <clears throat> she was just bad, just bad. Every scene, she was tit girl. Every joke, tick girl? Tick girl, uh-huh. every joke was about her tits. Right. Like, every joke. Like, literally, you could so, be like, Mr. She... Secretary of State, I want to show you the map of Cuba. And she's like, Well, my tits are going to explode. You're like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you kind of crammed that one in there. But she would always do that. And when we would have open scenes at the top of, of class, people avoided her like typhoid Mary. Like, they were just like, I, I can't. And Mick, God bless him, put me in every fucking scene with her. And uh-huh. I. I would have these horrible scenes where they were so bad and no one laughed. And it's there's something soul-shattering about doing an improv rehearsal or a class at like 11 a.m. on a Saturday, right. and you're putting yourself out there and you're playing like a baby, and no <laughs> one's laughing. <laughs> you know, um, and 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 I feel like that was a big factor in me starting to develop as an improviser is that I I didn't care. It doesn't have anything to do with you. Yeah, and you. then after Boom Chicago, and then after I've been out here, right. now I'm literally at the point where. I could not give less of a fuck if I bomb. I, if, as long as I walk off stage and I know that we had fun, right. I listened, <clears throat> we were connecting on some level, but what about, I was funny. What about
1: I, the? what about um, uh, what about the industry shit that you're doing? You know what I mean? Like, like, like the 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 television that you're doing, those sort of things. Like, how do you how do you take that? I don't give a shit because it's not that it's not. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna do a shitty job. No, it's no, that, it's the it opposite. It come in here? Right. It's
0: it's 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 basically letting go of the fear.
1: I exactly And like, so tit lady yeah. was like holding on to her fear as Through if it was a tits. part of it. right yes right, right. she was so she like really right. was. like the nipples just said fear in both of them can, and the difference is is right. when
0: you're but when you're before that point when you're not there yet mm-hmm. you will be on the hug in the wall Mm-mm. and you'll be in you know we say in your head you're in your head right. and what you're doing is you're being too analytical and you're thinking well you're
1: not in this you're not present you're not present you're right. not listening you're, right
0: you're going out there with an idea and someone throws a change and you don't adapt and you try to muscle through your idea right and that's just bad it's just right. like conducive to bad comedy bad performing and shit but it once, doesn't help it doesn't help but once you get to the point where you know you're listening and you're going to follow a loose structure of the rules you've learned. Take care of yourself first. You know, that's mix, a mick thing. That's a The thing. Mick thing is <clears throat> you are as right. an improviser, you are a parent on an airplane. Right. And fucking it hits real bad turbulence right. and, and it depressurizes. And you gotta put your mask on first. Right. Because if you try to fuck with your kids and help your kid out, then you're both dead. So you 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 go out there with a str- like a posture, a point of view. Right. Maybe it's not a whole fucking scene
1: mapped out, but you got you, you know that you're gonna be finding the scene. Right. And then
0: you can fuck around and take But you
1: gotta care. you've gotta have the courage or the confidence to know that your point of view yes. matters. Yes. But that's one thing. Two, if you aren't aware what your fucking point of view is, you can't have it. So so many no. students gonna come out, so many actors come out and they say, Um, Jerry you're late and the other guy said no I'm not and Uh, the guy goes okay yeah you're not and you're like dude you're the Jerry you're late guy
0: if there was the one the one like rule that, that is really a hard and fast rule and it's not literal I was gonna say yes and it's a hard and fast rule it's not literal. you don't literally have to say yes and right but as long as you don't flat out completely deny what they've initiated right you can say whatever the fuck you want. You
1: know what I mean? You, right.
0: you, can, you can twist what they're saying. <coughs> you can fuck with them a little bit. But as long as you don't make that
1: classic level two I think mistake. A na- I, I think something that's not taught in improv classes is the concept of, I can deny your character, but I can't deny the actor. Yes. Because when I see you, and if you say, and I, I think I've used this as an example before in podcasts, is, in this podcast is, if I say to you, um, uh, uh, um, uh, if, if I say to you, um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Feinstein, because that's a Jew. That's a actually a my not
0: right. my grandmother's maiden name Feinstein. Okay, Amazing. Right. Keep right. Going.
1: I knew that. <laughs> um, if I say Dr. Feinstein, I, I I want my test results. Yes. And you say I'm not going to give them to you. Yes. That that's is, great. That's great. That's great. But if you say I'm not now a that's doctor. denying my that's, name's Chuck. Right. That's Grassley. exactly yeah. So if I say to you, Dr. Feinstein, I want my test results, and you're yeah. going, I'm not a doctor. And yeah. then you go fuck what? And so we get to we get to deny yeah. the character. Yeah. We don't deny the actor. The whole thing is just like you said. It's
0: the an important thing is 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 listening and being present. Mm-hmm. And that's really how what you learn here mm-hmm. you can take to a TV show. Where's here? Or when in- you say here what do you say here? Long form improv. Io. Groundlings, even though it's much shorter. UCB. Second City. Wherever you take improv classes, fucking the. the, the Chuckyola's in Oklahoma City. Anywhere you go, as long as you have that That's trip, a place? It's, a, oh, it's amazing by the way. The Chuck object Eolas? work in Oklahoma City is fucking, no, I'm just kidding. Wherever you are though, it's a fucking okay. community college. Okay, fine, working. fine, fine. Don't get uh, mad at me, dude. I'm just <laughs> hey, fucking, I'm God wondering. it, Dave. What the fuck? I,
1: did, I didn't mean. Uh, no, but, but as
0: long as you do, are you are present and you are accepting the world which is established and you're listening, right. you're fine. And then that's, once you take those skills, that's when you can really use them in other facets of show business, but Rufus it's also other tears. facets of your life
1: too. Oh, the fuck idea yes. of and, and and my my big thing, the way that I teach and and, and uh, uh, is everything that I learn in improvisation, I use in my life. Yeah, the idea know, of so being true. present and listening, listening and, and, yeah. and 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 knowing that that I, in order for us to have a, this relationship, whatever relationship it is that we have, I've got to listen to you. Best friends. We're best friends. I'd so. yeah. I would say so. Um, I would say so. But it's so right. true.
0: Listening, I. I truly think it's the most important trait hearing what's being thrown at you hearing what's being said on stage. But it's stage. also
1: subdermally too. And what I oh, yeah, yeah, by yeah. that, like like the idea of I I watch you just like lean back in your chair and and and, and, and you know touch your chin. That's going, listening. Is he what? That's listening. That's listening by But it's listening, yeah. but you made a statement to me and now you're grabbing your crotch. What's that? What's
0: I have happening? I have vener- I have but, a venereal disease. <laughs> okay. <fine. laughs> yes and see I didn't have to say yes and but I right, said right. yes. I agree I am scratching my dick. Right, and I right. added a little fun fact.
1: It was a fun fact. It was a fun fact. It was a fun fact. I love that there's an asterisk. It's like fun fact. Fun fact. And it's kind of highlighted, and then we get to click on it and see what a viral disease really is. That's really interesting. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go back to. Uh, I'm going to go back to, to talking about um, uh, Boom Chicago yes. because I, I like. Like those guys there, Andrew Moskos and and uh, Pep, and, Pep and, uh, um, and, Ken, and Ken, yeah, you know, and those guys over there, and and the what they created over there is a specific thing, but it's also look at the fucking cast they had there, man. They had some good
0: people there. <laughs> they 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 basically now just because I feel like you know the global economy crashed, right? There's not a lot thing. of tourism as is, is there much, so they they right. pared it down. But at one point they moved. When I was there, they move. When I was, there, we had like I think like fourteen people in the cast. Right? We had enough to do a home show. A lot of their business comes from doing corporate shows, so they could. They, on any given night, they could have a home cast, six-person home cast to a home show, and then have two splinter groups go off, like a four and a four, go off and do away shows. And really, there was n- there wasn't a dud in the bunch. There was just nope. people that no matter what you threw at them they would take the ball and run with it. It was am- it was so great. Was Come so, on, man. So like, you and Nicole Parker yeah, Nicole. and Joe
1: Kelly. Jordan, and Peel, Jordan Peele. I hope Myers well, Jordan Myers Brothers. Jordan doing okay? Is he okay
0: now? Like, what's he doing? Uh, right, right. Um, uh, Sudeikis K. Cannon, who's right. an amazing writer. Right. Um, Liz Brandon, Kikowski. Liz Kikowski, who's, like, I Hunt. think, maybe arguably the best performer out of all I of them. I fucking love her so Brendan much. Brendan Hunt, fucking, uh, just so many amazing people. So, right. Like, it was just,
1: it was so... Well, Josh... Josh is doing the show we doing How is yep. Seth doing? Is he doing okay?
0: Kind of just faded away in the stuff. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. Seth is doing. I'm worried. I'm, worried I'm not worried. Too. I don't care. No, I'm worried. It's, it's not good. It. It. Um, but yeah, it was really they, and I feel like a big part of that is they really cast only out of Chicago. So they really got, you know, I think, and I'm not, this is not an indictment on anyone else they've hired, but it's, different. There is a difference of people who have been trained in Chicago, a little bit of a difference yeah. where it's more of a thing. It's more of a
1: community in what Chicago. What is that thing and what is that community? I
0: think it's I think it's mostly because first of all Chicago is a better theater town than in Los Angeles. It's just the way it is. Right. It is the way it is. But
1: nobody lives nobody's from Los Angeles.
0: Nobody's from Los <clears> Angeles. <throat> I think maybe what it is is if you're in Chicago, if you've come to Chicago, you have come In LA you can move to LA and sign up for an improv class and be amazing or bad. At the end of the day, no one, I think, moves to L.A. to just perform live improv shows. Eventually, you want to be on a sitcom or something, right? Movies, all right. So I think in Chicago, you have people that are moving there specifically for the craft. They want to immerse themselves in this crazy improv world where you have four or five theaters. And you know back in the day, in the 90s, there was like ten theaters. There right. was like the Neo Futurists, and there were these guys. Well, those guys was, are still
1: there. They're still there. Oh, they're all right. still there.
0: But there was the, the playground was huge, and right. the, the comedy sports was gigantic. Right. So it was a huge, huge deal in Chicago. Right. And 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 I also think too, just I remember being like eighteen, and the level of talent that was there. And I don't just mean the Second City stage, which was. Tina Fey, Rachel Dratch, Scott Adsit, Horatio Sanz. like legends. Dude, right? a legend. It's crazy. But also, you would fucking go to an Armando show on a Monday night, and right. it would be like Polar, right. the, the UCB pre-UCB UCB. Right. Tina. Right. Like, like the worst person. Armando. The Armando. <laughs> the, the, like the, the the person that was lucky to get in the show was Craig Kukowski. Right. Whereas just like the fucking greatest. And then you could go to the Annoyance one night and see fucking Screw Puppies and right. see like. Joe Bill Joe and Joe and, and and all Susan these amazing Messing and, and Fermin, all, all these amazing people. people. Right. So you were just Fermi, right. you were really there to be part of this this scene and and once you're indoctrinated into it indoctrinated 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 into yeah. it you you uh, you fall
1: in love with it. I believe that that because all those names that you're saying and if there's a Venn diagram the center thing there is people who are. People who are confident, they have a lot of self-confidence, they don't give a fuck. Whatever journey they've taken on, they've released their fear of fucking up and realizing that there is no such thing as fucking up, because the fucking up is the thing that makes you who you are in that moment. The guy who bodied that for me the most, more than anyone, was a guy named Kevin Dorf.
0: Yeah. Yeah, He was here yesterday. He was, he wrote for Conan for years. Right. He was on the main stage of Second City when I first got there, and he was the guy at I and
1: yep. so I, awesome. he
0: was the guy i was a i was a inter usher at second tapes a host i would, i was the guy that when the homecoming girl would puke i would put kitty litter on her vomit right you know um but I call when, it janitor parmesan janitor
1: because parmesan. it looked like a parmesan it container. looked like a little yeah but it's <laughs> yeah. Then all it did was it smelled like a cat puke. have you ever seen someone vomit in an airplane because what oh, happens oh in a is, bag no, no not in a bag Oh, like fuck, they no. missed the fucking bag and what happens is and I saw it the other day it's it's a system man it's a fucking awesome system cuz you hear somebody go <laughs> Oh, and then you hear the that, and you're going, oh, something bad just happened. And it was in the row next to me, and immediately <laughs> three flight attendants came by. Yeah, One yeah, of them yeah, whisked yeah, the yeah, person yeah. away, got them, a, got that, put them somewhere else. Wipes it put down. It, no, yeah. like they have it's to a a close it over, off. Yeah. They close it off. It's like it's like they close it off, and they, they seal it. I
0: didn't see that, but I'll tell you, when I left Amsterdam for my final time when I came home, mm-hmm. I had been partying for like four days straight. It was in a crazy state of mind. For some reason, to save what amounted to forty dollars, I flew home instead of flying on KLM Northwest. I flew home on KLM. So I'm, good. It's so good. I flew home on Air Kuwait. Uh huh. Okay, Air Kuwait. You can't they drink, have, or can you drink? You Can't drink. The flight originated in Oman, which is uh-huh. a
1: country. It's oh okay. Apparently, I thought Oman's in Jordan.
0: That's um. It was either Oman or Oman. It was a. Country that I never fucking heard of. that's right. buried deep in the Middle East. Okay. I think it's where Aladdin's from. Right. Um, the cartoon I, Aladdin or the real? The Aladdin? cartoon Aladdin. Okay. I and I remember getting on the plane and walking on the plane and the incredibly distinctive smell of diarrhea. And I walked on. I was like, oh my god! It was like, a, it was like someone made a boxing glove made of shit and hit me in the face with it. And I walked on. I walked on. Okay. Right. I walk on. They are two flight attendants. Are walking this old man. Oh, no. It was literally like a fucking SNL sketch. Walking an old man wearing a, like a turban and everything. Walking him off to the back of the plane, not off the plane, to the back of the plane. Is the plane off the ground yet? No, the plane. We're boarding. We're fucking boarding. Like I literally walk on it because the flood originated in Amman, stop in Amsterdam, flying to New York. Okay. Fucking diarrhea. Okay. I walk in. This man somehow got on the plane without a passport, which is fucking terrifying. This is. Pre 9-11. Right. Okay. What they did is they put a, like a cryovac medical bag over his seat, okay? They didn't remove the seat. They didn't remove him. Right, right. I sit down. The only other Westerner is this woman from California sitting next to me. Everyone else is straight on Middle Eastern. This woman married some, like, Egyptian guy, and she had a bunch of kids, blah, blah, blah. She was furious. She goes, this this is bullshit. This is ridiculous. They should get him off the plane, he could be sick, we could get sick. This airline is the worst. The last time I flew it, the guy sitting next to me, we were over the ocean, he died. (laughs) I went, what? What the fuck? She goes, oh yeah, he died. She goes, I was sleeping and I woke up because people were kind of freaking out. I go, what did they do? do? Did they land? She goes, oh no, they kept flying because they were over the ocean and they just put a fucking blanket over him. (laughs) I go, you sat next to a corpse. She goes, "Yeah, for eight hours." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, ah, that's the worst. Uh, but but
1: you no, know, it's yeah, mom, mom but but also, what, what, Like when people are telling me these stories, I'm going, like that woman who goes, "It was the worst." I gotta think that that's probably one of the greatest stories that she will ever oh, have that's, in her life. She tells there's that. There's no such thing as a She tells bad that story. to strangers
0: on a flight. Right. Well, there's no shit. She'll right. be like, "Now there's no more peanuts. This airline's the worst." Like I fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Anyways, right. So Dorf, Dorf, Kevin Dorf, watching Kevin Dorf was like watching it was like watching Shark Week. Right. As you know, he he would fucking move around that stage, and he didn't give a shit. And he would admittedly, my voice went really high on that one. He would. Not necessarily going for a huge lift. Right. But he would go in and just fucking declare something. Right. Make something happen. Right. Make a fucking right. move. Listening the whole time. Right. And he moves so fluidly and confidently on stage. Right. Fucking fix his time. Storm across the stage. Right. And I remember just thinking, like, God, if I ever have the confidence like him, that's all I want.
1: But, but about the confidence thing, a lot of the confidence has to do with you fucking faking it until you make it. Yeah, you know oh what yeah, I mean? oh yeah. That's got a, a huge bullshit. fucking thing. Oh yeah, but it's also like one day that bullshit is not gonna be bullshit yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, and,
0: and until then, it's embarrassing because you're almost like basically you're. But sales it's embarrassing term. that you have within you. It is. You
1: can't let the embarrassment out. You can't. But you in your head, you're like. Right.
0: I know this is a shit show right, right. now, but I'm putting on this face. But inside, I'm fucking dying. Right. Right. And but, it sucks.
1: But you you have to kind of build to get to that place where you really don't care. There's. Also, like, I remember Pep calling, I remember going to a party yeah. um, in LA, going to a party, and, and John Rosenfeld, Pep, who, who one was founders one of the owners of Boom, Boom, Chicago. Boom Chicago, calls me up the next day and says, so do you want to do it? And I'm like, do what? Yeah. And he said, we talked last night, and I asked you if you wanted to direct a show at Boom Chicago. Yeah. And I said, did we? I don't remember yeah, any of it. Yeah. I got fucked up, loaded, yeah, fucked that up, happens I remember. And constantly. I said, yes. Now then, yes is exactly what I'm talking about. The idea of, if I said that I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I don't know what that's going to be. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and anybody listening to this, I think it's really an important thing, is for people to go, if you have an opportunity to do something, somehow the universe has set you up to have that opportunity. Now, take it, and don't think that it's going to fucking fail. Yes, it's very
0: Joseph Campbellian. It really is. You know, you get to a point where (laughs) there's a huge void, and there's a huge you know, crevice, and you can stand there, and you could be like, you can do three things. You can be like, huh, I can't do it and just leave. You can stand there and fucking debate it and try to logistically think, well, God, maybe if I catch a rock I can or a branch, I can hold on to it and spend your whole life doing that or you can just fucking jump. Right. And it's just, it, you, I, think it, I think at least for me, I had those three reactions when I started doing improv. private. first, I was like, I, the first five shows were bad. I was right. like, fuck this. Fuck this. Like, fuck these people. They don't get it. I'm not good. They shouldn't get it. They're fucking right. Oh god. I oh hate god. it. I'm just gonna fucking work at the CTA the rest of my life. Right. Or <laughs> and then you get a little more confidence, and then you 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 start to qualify shit on stage. You're like, okay, well I'm gonna do this, but that doesn't work. Fuck, what am I gonna do? Oh god, he's gonna make. I'm gonna make a callback. God, he just beat me to it. Fuck. And then the third one is just I like, just fucking go out there. Right. I, I will walk out if someone's, as their initial. I'll walk out.
1: I don't, give right. a, I don't care anymore. Don't well, care. what you realize is, your walking out is just as much information as, as you, you just walking out is just as much information as if you walk out with an idea. Oh, absolutely. Because what's gonna happen is, yeah. you have no idea. You have no That's idea. That's what's gonna happen. You, have no you idea. are guaranteed to have no idea. You could be
0: walking into the zenith of improv. The right. greatest improv scene that would make Dell come back from the grave and whack off. Or you could be doing a That's scene horrible. that is so That's bad. That's
1: horrible. That's fucking horrible. That's horrible. Dell
0: comes back from the grave and, and also wax off. That means they're both bad when he does that. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. He was the best. I worked with him for two years.
1: Well, my, my friend Richard Label, who I have to mention in every podcast. Oh, I know Richard Label. Um, Label um, uh, Dell offered him two hundred dollars to. Uh, he offered Label two hundred dollars to do his laundry. <laughs> and Richard said, "I'll do it." And and Richard said, "If I had the opportunity to say no." I would have said no. Yeah. Once I walked can saw the laundry. You know, Oh, God, it must have been. It was dynamo. horrible. Yeah, but a a lot Boston, of shit, I walked into it. I saw his apartment a lot. Yeah, on Belmont. It was a mother. No, on Clark Street, across it, right, right behind um, the last act or whatever it oh, was called. Oh, when I went. During my days, he was on Belmont. No, like Belmont. Belmont, and Sheffield, like, right? Damon. <clears throat> Damon, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. when I saw him, his place was a fucking hellhole. Yeah. And the was only bad. things that were in order were his books. Yes. And you go, dude, that's great. Laura
0: uh lived above him. Mm-hmm. And she told me the craziest thing, man. She told me that he would do these crazy vocal warm ups at like midnight, which all it was was him screaming the N word over and <laughs> over again. <laughs> he was the best, man. When I took level, he used to teach level five. And level was, five at at I O. Uh-huh. He taught level five. Uh-huh. There were two concurrent level fives happening, and I guess in the other Wait, group, how do you know that it was a warm up? You know, that's what he told her. She's like, "What were you doing?" And he's like. Uh, warm-up. vocal a Vocal warm ups. A vocal warm up. you
1: doing? a fucking one show. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I gotta yeah. do? At one o'clock in the morning, I gotta and go down to the Holstead and do what? Yeah, right. What? Fucking
0: right. But there were two classes going on, and there was a uh, person in the other class who was like basically like tit girl, where it was like uh-huh. just wasn't listening, didn't want to do it, and I guess they took it. Del one, she did a scene one time. Doug goes, Ah, fuck this, we're taking a break, and he comes back, went upstairs. One of the business offices came back and gave her a check for $200. And goes, don't ever come back. I'm <laughs> just like, it's fucking brutal. It's brutal. I
1: saw him, like, like first off, I've seen him re-Mick. I saw him re-Mick. Oh, yeah, I, I believe And, and, and uh, during a podcast interview I had with Mick, I reminded him, he said, yeah. Um, and I also saw him do the same sort of thing where it's a woman named Chloe. Mm. And Chloe, it would be February, and she'd be wearing shorts that were, yeah. like, just above the pubis shorts or below, yeah, yeah, wherever yeah, yeah. it was. And shorts and a T-shirt. And she would do this uh, stretch so that like her face would be right near her vagina. Jeez. and in every scene, it was tit girl, but the physical, the the pre-cirque sole yeah, version right. of that. Right, right. And right. Dell, you could watch Dell just go, terrible. But never. But there were people that we'd argue with and he would go, Fuck you, Turkey. And yeah. Like, I paid for this class. Yeah. And Dell would go, I will give you your money, right? Yeah, the he fuck fucking now. That
0: was the great thing about him, is he was the ultimate Don't give a fuck, guy. Right? Didn't give a fuck. He gave me a note one time that cut to the bone so hard that it really was a turning point for me. And it was we we. He took our level five class for some reason. He took a shine to our class. Who was in class? It was it was it was. was, The weird thing is, it was a weird mix. Like it was like a couple people that I thought were just all stars. Like Molly Erdman was great. Mm -hmm. Case Clay was great. And then there were a couple people that just uh, were, 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 they weren't uh, they were good, but they were just they were they were more utility. Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep, George Clooney was right, in. Uh-huh. Um, but it was just a weird group. It wasn't like an a, a group where like beer Shark, Mice, for like everyone's hitting home runs. It was right. like we got some guys hitting singles, we got some bunters, and
1: he bunting. Don't knock bunting. Hey man,
0: then. fucking brings in runs. Right. But that's why Jell's a genius because he right. took this class which was very ragtag, and one day he came in and he goes, "We're going to do a uh, today just." for the first part, do an improvised play. And you can do anything you want, any form, but just do it. And we just kind of, someone came out and started doing a monologue. And then organically, someone just kind of came out. We were all hugging the back and someone came out and just stood there listening to the monologue. And when the person finished, they kind of had a little quick banter. And then the second person turned and started doing their monologue. And this other person listened and they had a little more banter. And then they seamlessly blended this real banter between two real actors. Into characters in the scene, so it'd be like if you just finish your monologue, I just finish my monologue, and we're talking, blah blah blah. Oh yeah yeah. Anyways, uh, you know this is uh, this is the apartment. Uh, God, I don't know. Damn it! Was it. Weird, it was just weird. It was a very weird thing, and Dell fucking whacked off. was like, "This is amazing. Right. I've never seen anything like this." Which is bullshit. Right. Like, directed John Belushi. Yeah. But but he, he 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 didn't give out compliments like he that. He did like. And and we did a show every Saturday at ten o'clock upstairs, Dell Close Theater, for two years, two and a half years, called the Lindbergh Babies. Right. And he came to every show, every fucking show he came to. He'd sit at the corner of the bar and he'd dig cigarette butts out of the fucking tent and Right. And he and he'd come backstage afterwards, most if he was. Sober over enough. And he would give notes. And sometimes they were bad, but sometimes they were so good that they canceled the bad ones. And I'll never forget, I did a scene where I came out and I played like a sorority girl. Uh-huh. I was like, this just like a bad hacky. What are you talking about? Like not even committing to it. Like just kind of, and then I bailed on the scene, but it got huge laughs because it was a drunk audience. A lot of my friends were there and they saw me playing a girl. And that was funny. Okay. Fucking happy I grabbed my beer fucking walk backstage sit down fucking killed it and I was like were you proud of that character did you like that character did you think that was really funny? he got big laughs were you happy with that because I thought it was the most fake thing I've ever seen and I just literally was like yeah, yeah. and it I fucking I it, it really taught me hey don't bail on a scene ever ever and even if you think you're just because you're getting laughs doesn't mean you're doing well Right. Is it you have to really, like we're saying, play it honestly. Right. Keep it in the moment. Right. Otherwise, it's just, then you're just a fucking stand up or you're right. like a fucking weird impressionist. Because you're doing it just for you. Yeah, you're just trying to fucking get a laugh. And I, right. I remember like the guy would say something and I'd talk over him and be like, you're fucking bullshit. Right. And Dell was just, he fucking just shredded me. And then that's mm-hmm. all he said. He didn't yell. Right. He didn't say, fuck it out. He was just like, were you proud of that? Right. Like, and I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. But what
1: you also learn in that moment is, as a director, because you could be a director. As a director, what you have to tell an actor in order to get to them. Oh God, yeah, it's fucking painful. And when they don't get it, you have to really hit hard. But I don't think that he thought that you couldn't get it. No, I
0: think he he I think he saw that I basically cheapened a scene to get a huge laugh. Right. And he could tell that I was happy about it. Right. And I was like, I fucking got a laugh. And he was gonna fucking hit that jugular and That's be like, awesome. It was great. It was really great. He was super fun. I'll never forget him. We went to the. There used to be that big Texas festival, the big Second yes. Impromptu Festival. Yeah, and I did our that. group went, and
1: I think we hung out. I down think there. we did yeah, at think the Austin Motel, the shooting motel, Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was bad. He, I remember I
0: saw him at one of the events, and I was like, "Well, Dell, we're gonna go to dinner. Do you want to come with us?" And he was wearing. Somehow he had been given a T-shirt. I would say I would describe it as a medium, and he was a big kind of fat guy. And it was it was a. Uh, a T-shirt for, uh, I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> like, it's, I, I don't know where you would pick up such an item, but uh, he was wearing that. And he goes, no, no, thank you. I, um, I brought maybe a $1,000 worth of pharmaceuticals in my locker. He called his suitcase a locker. <laughs> and he goes, I'm going to just put it back to my room and ingest. I was like, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. But <laughs> I, I loved him. I, I fucking love that guy. I learned so much from him and yeah. he was really amazing.
1: Oh my God. All right. right, we're gonna have to go. We gotta stop. This has been a blast.
0: Today's episode was sponsored by GoDaddy. Thinking about starting a new website? GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. Go to GoDaddy.com and enter the code Comedy at checkout or click on the GoDaddy banner on our website
1: addcomedy.com. Hello, ADD Comedy Podcast listeners. Dave Razowski here. First off, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And second off, if you've ever wanted to take a class with me but thought, gosh, I don't think I'll ever be around where David is, know that you can now take the virtual class at iActing. Just check our website out and there's a link there. Click on that link and that will set you up. You got to do a little hunting, but I think that it's well worth it. We'll hear you in your ears. Bye.